Hello, and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition, with your co-hosts Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living. Great Thursday morning to you. Welcome back to the Thursday edition where you chat with your sisters, but you don't necessarily have to be a sister. You are welcomed by myself and Miss Stephanie. And we want to just say glad you made it back to Thursday. Yes, yes. (laughs) Hello, hello. How's your day going, Stephanie, or your week or? It's going. It's been interesting. Uh (laughs) It's been interesting, but God is faithful. And so um, I'm learning uh, that, you know, to stand. I'm learning yes. to the to, to just call on him. Call so um, it was pointed out to me. I might as well share this, but it was pointed out to me. You know, you and I have been doing these, this study on prayer and um, and not just this study, not just this podcast, but. Um, all of the podcast, all of the the nourishment that we've been getting, be it Bible study or um, church on Sunday, any 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 of uh, the lessons that we've been getting has just been feeding me. And so, usually by Thursday, I'm full. And then you know, so Thursday morning that podcast comes out. Wednesday night when we tape, we've had just a great time. And then. Um, Thursday, I'm in a boxing match. I'm in a battle. Yes. You know, and 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 it was pointed out they, you know, you and Kay are are just, you know, allowing the, the Lord to use you and so you got to expect that. Right. And it's like, you know what? You're right. And so now recognizing that there needs to, you know, okay, it's time to pray. Okay. Yeah. This is what that prayer needs to sound like. Okay. You know, so really having more of I'm still going through it, but feeling more victorious about it, feeling, understanding that I have the victory first and foremost, but feeling like it's okay. Yes, I'm going to go through it. Yes, no one said we weren't going to have those trials or tribulation, but it's okay because God is with me. That's right. And I just have to call on him. So I identify with that so much. Um, I would probably just say, yeah, that (laughs) the enemy kind of knows Um, that he's up against something. And I I think about the fact that there are two of us Mm -hmm. um, and how we draw strength from each other. Um, Because if I'm coming in here and I'm having a moment and I'm like, whoo, I don't know if this is going to get recorded. You are like, come on, we're going to rely on the Holy Spirit and we're going to do this. And I'm like, okay, yes, I'm back. And, you know, I think that's how prayer is supposed to be. It's supposed to be that, when you are feeling your most vulnerable, when you mm-hmm. are feeling your weakest, when you are feeling, you know, not yourself, that is the time to just stop and know that you have heavenly help. Know that you have a community of mm-hmm. help that is, you know, right there with you in the midst of that. And it can totally just change that situation. Um, my, my realization um, has kind of been like in my my integrity, like, um I know it's the little foxes they say that spoil the vine and Mm -hmm. what this focus on prayer has been doing is been reminding me of our golden standard, which is Christ. And, um, you know, I joke with my daughter, I was like, 
you can't get away with anything because God loves you so much that he's gonna like shine this brightest light on even the smallest of corners or issues. And I think that that's what he's doing for all of those that are listening with us, that he's shining the brightest light on our prayer lives so that, you know, we can get this, you know, where it needs to be. And so I say not only to you and I, Kay, but to those that are listening, if you feel like, you know, because I've heard some of my, my brothers and sisters, they're, they're saying, man, last week was a tough week or this was going on and it's been pretty rough. And just know that you're where you need you need to be. Absolutely. Just keep standing, keep praying, keep doing what you keep seeking the Lord. Your, th- those trials are coming just to, to build your faith. Those trials are coming because the enemy is is threatened. That's He's right. trying to knock you off your position, right? He's trying to make you still, uh, make you uh, lose your, your joy, make you lose your peace, right? He can't take you, he can't pluck you out of God's hand. That's right. But he can he can steal your joy, right? Yeah. You know, if we allow that, you know, and we know that Jesus said he came for, that we would have life and have it more abundantly. And not only just, our eternal life but he said he's the giver of joy amen he said his peace that he leaves with us not as the world given right so we know all we know what we have yes. and then we talked about that last week when we know paul's paul's like hey listen you have power yeah in heavenly places right you have intercession in heavenly places so, and we know we wrestle not against that flesh and blood, but, you know, those things that are going on in heavenly places. That's right. Right. So we, but we also need to remember that we have power and we need only stand, right? We don't have to advance. We need only stand mm-hmm. and persevere, right? That's right. And so it's just a matter of expecting it, you know, and I, I think pastor always says, you know, he'll say to the, the enemy, oh, is this what we're doing today? Because he has an expectation that <laughs> right. it's coming. That's good. And remember, it said that the, the devil went away from Jesus for a for little while, a while. Yes. right? For a while. And so he's, you know, he's going to come back and he's going to try. And we just have to continue to stand. We have to have that expectation that we know that he's he is going to come back and be ready. Don't get because I was talking to someone the other night and it's we we get excited sometimes when we do pass a test, right? Yeah. But it's like, and then it's like, doop, you get kind of like that that sucker punch, right? Um, don't put your guard, don't let your guard down. Mm-hmm. Don't celebrate. Don't let your guard down. Don't you know? God will God will will elevate you. You don't have we don't have to celebrate. Don't let our guard down because He's coming back. He's gonna try again. Um, and so we have to always be ready. But I'm just grateful that um, I'm learning through this this study um, to have more. Uh, my prayers are more effectual. They're more fervent. Mm. They are um, and they are just really helping feeding me, you know, and make, and helping me to stand in the situation. And so I'm grateful for this and, and not going to back down. And, uh, you know, I know it's coming. I know those tests are going to come, but I'm going to continue to study. I'm going to continue to to pray. That's right. And we're going to talk about it tonight. How important it is, and 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 our and again more about our posture and 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 really from how it was designed from the beginning and to to uh, Christ Jesus. So and I'm ready. So okay, okay. 
I'm ready. All right, let's go before the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us, for equipping us with such a powerful weapon. I thank you that our prayers, Lord God, are where we go to seek your face, to seek your your will for our lives, and to just seek the power that we need to, to get through the day. I thank you that you're growing us, you're maturing us. You are so faithful to our maturity. You don't care about our comfort, and I thank you for that, that you care more about us developing into the full measure that you of, of, of that potential that you've put in us, that you would give us this, this opportunity to study and to grow and to be tested and to be molded and made into your image. Father God, I thank you for all of the listeners. I thank you that right now you're allowing those new prayer warriors who are still trying to, you know, find their way and to find their groove to receive encouragement and confidence. And you're even, Lord God, helping those seasoned prayer warriors, reminding them that, you know, this is your privilege, your honor, and this is the thing that you'll be doing for the rest of eternity when you get to that heavenly um, palace in the sky. Father God, I thank you that we are um, just relying on you. You're you're giving us the words to speak. I thank you that you um, are active in us right now, that uh, our spirit is one with yours, and that as we just share uh, our study in the overflow of our hearts that you have seasoned it with grace and with accuracy and father god we just pray that all those that are listening will be blessed so it's in your son jesus name that i offer this prayer in jesus name amen amen when you said prayer warrior it made me think of and and i want to be clear because we said don't advance against you we just have to stand but in my standing i felt like uh, the the young lady that is the warrior that's next to the that's with the black panther oh yes so you know how like total like awesome she is so that's how my standing that's how i'm like oh okay my visual is that's the kind of prayer warrior that i am listen i'm for it We've got to hype ourselves up in the spirit. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. So, um, friends, we have concluded Matthew 6. um, And I thought that, you know, that last little piece there, we we had promised that, hey, we'll wrap it up. Um, The doxology is that for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Amen. You know, my Sunday school teacher, that's the way she taught me. And I'm, I'm just, I've been like, hey, that's how it goes. You know, we keep talking about how as you grow and you read and you study for yourself, uh, you find out these little nuances that, hmm, I didn't know that was there. So this is one of them. <laughs> I just knew I was today years old, probably, <laughs> when I found out. I thought some versions of the gospel, uh, and I don't mean versions of the gospel, but some gospel, um, like, Matthew left it out, but there were others like Luke that would include it in or what have you. But no, I think you just turned the light on for me, Stephanie, when you were like, um, it's not in Luke either. (laughs) So I was like, well, where did the doxology come from that my Sunday school teacher taught me? (laughs) Um, So friends, uh, it's a theological study probably a footnote in your great study bible (laughs) i read a little bit about it um 
and as far as the debate as when it was added in and it and it spoke of uh the greek uh, christians or whatnot it's so much to read but yeah. the, the bottom line is bottom all line. prayer should begin and end with praise and adoration and it is his kingdom that's right everything is for his glory right and we know that he's all powerful so um whether it's in there or not <laughs> or what version it's in or not right all prayer must begin and end with praise that's right with adoration with thanksgiving and we're going to talk about i'm going to fix my language we're going to talk about <laughs> or we will be talking about um some parts of the tabernacle prayer that actually starts with our posture and our entrance and right and those things so excited i'm ready let's do it take let's it away it. Kay. um but you know, I one last little piece about that. Um, that little, I would say, change whether it happened um, centuries ago when uh, people were translating or whether you know it was left out. I, I, all scripture is useful for mm -hmm. teaching, preaching, for edifying, for for correcting. Don't let that be a stumbling block or a little like gate for people with bad intentions to get you off your your, you know, Bible game. Don't don't be um, fooled or susceptible to that whole. Well, the Bible's written by man and man is valuable. No, under the guise of the Holy Spirit, human men uh, wrote the Bible, but trust and believe that the Bible is infallible. Um, it is the word of God and it will maintain its, its inerrancy um, from this time to the end of time. So had to, had to plug that. That's right. Second Timothy says that it, all scripture is God breathed. Yes. So we are not going to, we're not going to let that deter us. Nope. So the tabernacle, you know, one of the interesting things about um, this this piece of, of history is that it was the first kind of um, ordained method of communication for this new community of um, people of faith, or they were trying to become the children of Israel. Uh, they're out there in the wilderness. Um, I think God giving them this this tabernacle um, to say, hey, now I'm going to give you some 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 resources on how we're going to do this thing to get to where I want you to be in the promised land. Um, I think it's just a perfect parallel for us as believers to start at the beginning and see, you know, what were God's instructions to these people that we share so many <laughs> um, little ways, little quirks with, um, especially as we're on an on a on a journey to grow and to become more um, intentional in our prayer life. I just think that the tabernacle is a great place to start. Um, it's so rich with symbolism. Um, it is going to, you know, just remind us of our rich Bible history. Um, and I think it's it's just a great symbol to dive into. Amen. Uh, Exodus 33, chapter 33, verses 7, and I'm going to stop at verse 11, um, just talking about how the tabernacle was instituted and what was going on. 
uh, verse seven reads, now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, far off from the camp. And he called it the tent of meeting. And everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people would rise up and each would stand at his tent door and watch Moses until he had gone into the tent. When Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent and the Lord would speak with Moses. Now, just to recap here, because um, it might have been a minute since you've gone back to Exodus. Um, they had the pillar of cloud by day and they had the fire by night. And this was how they knew where to go. like Or when to go. When to go, where to go, how to go. <laughs> it was everything. I mean, as much as I rely on my GPS, y'all, um, I, I, I could really empathize with, you know, Hey, I don't know the direction. I don't know the plan, but I know that I have to follow. And part of following is, you know, being aware. You have to have eyes to see in order to follow. If you're not, you know, and, and that's another thing it made me think about was like, if you're in a, in a group, like we're, we're talking, you know, thousands of people here, um, <laughs> and it said that, you know, if you see one person just start off running, <laughs> Okay, they say that about black people. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to clean, keep it clean and PC and just be like, if you see a person, but y'all not going to get that. I have to tell my friends. It's known among the African-American community. Thank you. That if you see a person running, you don't stand there and just wait to see why they're running, nor do you ask questions about which direction to run. You just run. <laughs> and it's kind of... I, I mean, I know this is a politically charged time, but I, I just think this is one of those generali generalizations that holds true for my cultural identity group. In the natural. In the spiritual. <laughs> but I had that thought because I was like, oh, man, I was thinking about the children of Israel. And, you know, they just saw people packing up and was like, hey, I guess it's time to go. I guess we're going. Mm -hmm. Or if everybody could clearly see, like, was was the cloud, you know, was it a big cloud? Was was everybody in tune to the cloud? Was Moses the only one that could see the cloud? Was, did he have to determine? Sorry, this was just one of my well, you know, thoughts. <laughs> what, what popped in my head when you mentioned the, the, the cloud? I'm sorry. <laughs> This is, I don't know how we get off practical here. Practical questions. You gotta ask the practical questions okay. sometimes. KK blows my mind sometimes. She cracks me up. She's so much fun. I, I can't even. I, I I'm so privileged to be able to spend <laughs> this time with her. You have you guys have no idea. Um, but one of the things I thought about <laughs> was um, it through prayer. We have that that cloud and that fire as well mm -hmm. because he leads us and he guides us. But the only way we can activate that is by talking with him. And I know it doesn't seem like it because we're like, so I, I hear people say, if he would just come sit down next to me and talk to me. I've heard, I, I've heard that, I've heard. <laughs> you know, um, but it's not, you know, necessarily that. But he does talk to us. He does speak to us. He does lead us. He does. You know, the Holy Spirit does lead and guide us. Um, 
And because we have prayer, because we have that veil that was torn and now we can go directly to him, we have that access. Right. And so whereas Moses, um, you know, and the priests, they were the ones that went in. And in this instance, it was when Moses went in. Um, we, we have that. Yeah. And that cloud, you know, that's going to lead and say, move or, or stay or, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that fire by night, you know, and when it's moving, we move or, um, but we have, we truly do have that. We just have to think in the spiritual right, and, and, and see things in the spiritual and, 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 and pray in the spirit and walk in the spirit. And we have that same. Absolutely. And it was like training wheels, so mm-hmm. to speak. I, I like to think of it as, you know, when we start out our, our spiritual journey, we need a lot of training wheels. We need a lot of rules. We need a lot of boundaries because just like a young baby, you know, if given all the opportunity, you will make a mess and you will get in trouble. And so I like how in the beginning, when God is instituting this wonderful relationship where we have access to riches untold. He starts us not with just all the the liberty in the world so that we can run amok and make a mess, but he lovingly starts us out with, okay, this is how you two are approach me. This is how you're to prepare your heart to to even, you know, speak. Uh, this is how you are to um, prepare your outward. Like, it's just so um, amazing that he could for foretell and foresee uh, what we would need, how we would need to to, to grow in our approach um, to him. And I'm, I'm just, mm, I'm probably getting ahead of myself. Y'all can't read my mind. So let me <laughs> keep reading so that y'all can get goosebumps too. Um, so we were talking about Exodus uh, around verse nine. I think I left off when he went into When Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. And when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise up and worship, each at his tent door. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to a friend. When Moses turned again into the camp, his assistant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. So we see in um, these short verses that it was for communication. It was to understand the divine will because Moses was the leader and he was to speak and tell the people what he would hear while he was um, in prayer, communicating, talking with God. And it was also to get direction. Um, I think I said, yeah, understand the divine will and to get direction, uh, what they were to do, how they were to handle internal issues. Uh, I know within the camp, there were times when Moses would go away and while he would be gone, there would be bickering. And so he depended on prayer. He depended on um, going into this tabernacle to get everything he needed to manage these people, to know which direction to go for everything. And that's um, the picture that we are to have when we're talking about prayer. That's the model we are to follow. I think that's um, just a great example of where we, how prayer needs to be prioritized Mm -hmm. in our life. 
Well, Kate, you brought up, well, the scripture, as it said, they were, the people would rise up and worship. And mm-hmm. so it just popped in my head. It made me think about not just when we're at church, um, not just when we are um, at, you know, an event and somebody, there's a, a convocation and someone is praying or, or whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. But what about when we're in our homes? Yeah. If our spouses are praying, like if our spouse, he is praying, what do we do? Now, sometimes we're praying with them, right? I, you know, my husband and I have times with prayer time when we pray. Um, but do we, if it, do we rise up and, and begin to worship? You know, do we, I, there are times when um, I've been, you know, with my husband and he may, may be, you know, ministering to an individual or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then there is me as he's ministering, I'm praying. Yeah. Um, but what do we do, you know, just in our in our personal settings, when somebody is praying in our personal settings, do we acknowledge that do or do we go complete other chores or, you know, oh, I still got to get these dishes done when that person is praying? Do we stop and worship? Do we rise up and, and, and worship and have that posture? Because I think about, man, how much more powerful could that prayer could yeah. our our um our prayer life would God be if we even made sure we took the time to do that, you yeah, know, even just, in our personal time, even in our personal, in our homes, not just when we're out and in corporate prayer. Yeah. Right. But what if we did that, you know, as families? I love that. So because it's, it's like respecting something like the flag. We have people who are adamant about it has to be hung at this angle and it can't touch the ground and Mm -hmm. and you know i know my neighbors i i don't have a flag hanging outside in my yard because i don't know all of the to do's and not to do's but i know that there are other people in my neighborhood who've gotten sternly worded letters from i don't know if they're servicemen or if they're just uh very passionate about our country but they they will check you about that Mm -hmm. and i think we have to have that kind of um respect uh, put back in us for for prayer. One of my biggest pet peeves when we're in service and it's like the the last part and people are like packing up mm-hmm. and we're we're we're, we're supposed or to they be, walk out right before yes, or, or or somebody goes down front and you be like oh that doesn't have anything to do with me let me put my finger up and go ahead and mm-hmm. beat the crowd out no we need you if when we get back to church. If somebody goes down front and they want to receive Christ, maybe they just want to have an altar prayer where, where they want the loving support of a Christian community around them because the enemy is busy, please, friends, don't walk out. Do not. You can rally mm-hmm. for that person in a beautiful way. They don't need to know what you're praying. You don't even have to touch them. Prayer is so powerful that you can stay in your seat, bow your head, and you can join with those who are to the left and to the right of you and petition God on behalf of this person. That is the most loving, most, I think, such a beautiful gesture that somebody who you wouldn't even know that you can intercede for them. You can uh, try to lighten their burden, lighten mm-hmm. their load, so to speak, um, by doing that. And mm-hmm. I, I, I just I learned early on um, as a believer. And I don't know if it was um, 
who, who shared it with me. Um, but they were just like, you know, I don't care where you got to go after church. Don't ever, <laughs> don't pick up your coat <laughs> after the benediction. Then you may, but till then you stay locked in, you stay eyes focused, like don't move. <laughs> because I mean, it, the, when we say intimacy with God, yeah. um, we have to recognize what that means. And it isn't, okay, check the box. And I went to church today or I said, now I lay me down to sleep and <laughs> <laughs> Lord bless this food. Or <laughs> she now I lay me. Or, or wait, I don't even think you're, you know, it's not even now I lay me. It's mm-hmm. now, now I lay, lay me. me. <laughs> <laughs> One word. One word. Um, but that intimacy and yeah. being connected and all in. And when we check that box and we, like you said, we pack up, we throw our finger up, we disconnect and we're out. That's not intimacy. That is, I stopped by. Right. But that wasn't an intimate conversation with God. That wasn't an intimate time spent with God. It was like, yeah, I stopped. I I just kind of poked my head in for a minute. um, And now I'm on my way to do something else. You know, I want to beat the crowd to the grocery store. Mm-mm. He's not first on our hearts. And so that shows and it shows up in our lives, you know, when we haven't given him that intimate time and that reverence and people are praying around us. We ought to be praying. Amen. We ought to be worshiping. And how much more powerful will the kingdom of God be? Come on. You know, the work done for his kingdom, the, the, those saints that, like you said, those, those, those that are in need that are, are, are scared to scared to walk to the altar. You know, the, the, those the, that have not yet come to Christ. Um, they need somebody praying to, to, to urge them out of their seat. They need somebody praying to make them feel like, or, or let them understand I can do this. And God is with me. And, my, and these are not my brothers and sisters. But if we're, like you said, we're we're preoccupied with what the, the next thing that we have to do and we're out of there, then that's not showing that that intimacy, that that reverence for. Um, and so that I, I think that line um, in verse 10, that the people would rise up and worship. Mm-hmm. And this is stand at the door. So it's kind of like you know, no, they're not going in with Moses, but they thank him enough for going Mm -hmm. for them. So I think about just how we're to support our pastor. Mm -hmm. You know, if Moses is the one that has to go before the Lord, because they could have all been, but I I can't remember the scripture right now, what number it is, but there was a time when God said, Hey, I want to talk to all my people. But they said, Oh no, the presence of God is too scary for us. Like there was thunder and there was like, you know, lights. And Mm -hmm. they were like, Whoa, this is too much. Moses, you got to go. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) we send you, we volunteer you as tribute. And that, that, that respect for doing that, that he's going to kind of like carry one, take one for the team and go before and stand before God for this people that, that they would stand up and acknowledge that and say, that's worthy of our standing here, showing respect, you know, that was Moses, Jesus. Yeah. He paid all, he stood up and he died for us. Right. Yeah. He followed through the plan to the end. Right. 
he said, you know, if you can take this cup or if you would take this cup, but if not, your will be done. Right. And he went forward. So we ought to be as he is up there, you know, interceding. He's at the right Mm -hmm. hand of father of the father interceding. We ought to be lifting him up. We ought to be interceding. We ought to be worshiping. There ought to be a pause. There ought to be a stop. There has to be that intimacy. Um, so that verse 10 is just jumping out at me. Yes. Like <laughs> it's speaking to me right now. We got to there's recognize the enormity. First, again, of, of the gift that we've been given to be able to pray, but that um, the posture of the people yeah. In that instance. And like you said, we're, we're, we are, they are we, and we are they, right? <laughs> I get it. So <laughs> same thing, same thing that we ought to be doing the same thing. So I, I love this. I don't know why we're stuck on this, but that's, where. it's it's good. And then check out Joshua at the end too, in verse 11, like, whereas the people stood up and, you know, they, they were showing respect. Joshua, he said, he wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't move. He's like, my leader's in there. I'm not going anywhere. Right. I can't go in, but I can make a pallet right here by the door and trust and believe mm-hmm. when he comes out, I'm going to be the first face that he sees. Right. And I, again, it makes me think about um, how we are to support our leaders and our pastors in prayer um, just daily, continually mm-hmm. as a part of um, just as we would lift up our family we we we've got to cover them too. Yes, yes, that just speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we we kind of get the sense of um, the communication. Um, we we understand that prayer is to help us understand, you know, His will and and for us to receive um, instructions. What about? getting into some of the things that the the tabernacle uh, is used for. I think that would be a good recap to do. Um, so the tabernacle was essentially a mobile, um, almost like a mobile temple. They didn't yet have the temple or a church or anything like that. So this was it, you know, once it stopped and, you know, Moses um, needed a word or, or what have you, um, it became like instant, this is holy ground. Um, and I just love the fact that even in John 4, when we talk about the woman at the well, where she was like debating with Jesus about where the place of worship was, and he was like, you know, real worshipers, you know, they seek me in spirit and in mm-hmm. truth. And so this picture of the tabernacle being like mobile and transit and going everywhere the people go, it reminds me that prayer is not just for a place. It's not just for a special time. Like this is something that we're talking about in spirit and in truth. We're talking about a lifestyle. Like Mm -hmm. it is you. It's not something you do. It is you. Like this is who you are. Uh, Your, your connection to God, um, your, 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 the way you relate to him, it's it's all around you. It's it's a part of you. So I just I, th- I think that that um, that is pointing toward 
the New Testament when Jesus comes and now we have the spirit living on the inside of mm-hmm. us and our bodies are now the temple. We don't have uh, something that we're picking up or, or carrying with us, but it is now the indwelling spirit. And I'm like, that is a beautiful picture for how we are to keep our prayer constantly, um, our prayer life constantly on our minds, constantly mm-hmm. at the forefront. Um, Scripture says, man ought to always pray, you know, pray without ceasing. There is a reason that dialogue um, has to continue to go forth. And the, the, the book, Release of the Spirit by Watchman Nee, he talks mm. about, um, he talks about how, as we go about our day, how, to it's not you know pray stop pray stop pray stop but that continuous connection with god Mm. throughout the day throughout all of the clamor right and so he likened it to you know being in a busy kitchen and all the pots and pans are clamoring and you know the the cook is shouting to hear what the order is and (laughs) you know what i mean how do you still in the midst of all of that how do you still hear? Mm-hmm. How do you still, you know, keep your connection with? And and, and it, it's that dualistic to be able to. Um, everything is going on around you, but I'm still able to connect and, 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 and pray and talk to God. And, and I must admit that that was something that I began, you know, when I read that book, I, I began to try to, to practice because mm-hmm. there are so often that I would feel like, okay, yeah, life is great when I can steal away to the restroom and I can pray and I can get myself back up. But the minute I walk out that door and I'm hit again with everything, sometimes that would all go out the window. Um, and so how do I, how do I keep that connection? How in this, in the midst of everything. And what was funny is I actually had an encounter, um, with my my boss, he called to share some some feedback with me that someone had given, and that person hadn't talked to me about it. And I'm like, so you, of course, when you're blindsided right. with something, you're like, what are you talking about? And at a time where things were just nuts, I'm you know I'm short staffed, I've got clients you know around the building, um you know hadn't had lunch, <laughs> like it was horrible right it was the worst possible time but he's giving me feedback he's giving me great feedback okay. it, what, what he was saying was not wrong right giving me great feedback I totally understood and I was like man I'm, I'm I, I hate that I missed it right right but I was still you could feel your emotions kind of rising up as, as if to say I got a million things to do why are we talking about this now and what you know what I mean and you're getting and 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 your emotions rising up and wanting to just go listen I don't have time for this kind of thing right and but I just began to pray and I'm listening to him I'm answering him but I'm praying and I was like having an out-of-body experience like oh my gosh she's like that's me doing it it's working like God is talking I'm you know I was so excited (laughs) that it's like you know Yes, he's giving me feedback. Yes, you know, I'm answering. I'm like, I'm answering him, but I'm still praying. I was so excited, you know. But 
what that does is allows you to keep that connection. Your response is not in your, you're not respond, reacting in your feelings. In your feelings. Right. You're not giving the wrong um, reaction. You're not taking it the wrong way. You're taking it the way it ought, it ought to be. It's coaching, right? It's feedback to help you get better, right? And not allowing the enemy to twist it and, and make you see it as something different. And so in keeping that connection. And, 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 and so I, I was like, I was happy like I don't know many people that would be happy when they kind of get because we all like to think we're doing the greatest thing but sometimes people got to say hey here's where you can get better right Um, and we don't always like to hear that but I was especially not when you know things are just those pots and pans were clamoring around me right stuff was happening. I was like, the longer I'm on the phone with you, the worse it's getting out there in my lobby. Like, it's exploding. And, but just to be able to, 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 I didn't have to go to the bathroom and check out. I was just talking to, to my savior right there, you know, in the midst of it and, and being able to handle it. So it was, it's, it's, I, I can't even, I don't even know how we got here, but just, the study in prayer and recognizing um, the the power of prayer. When they say the power of prayer or prayer works, it works. It does that conversation, that opportunity to talk to God. It works, even if for even if it's you, you may not get what you want, mm-hmm. but if you get the peace, Amen. If you get the joy, right. And then you'll eventually see you got what you needed. Right. So this study is just, uh, um, wow, I don't know. Go ahead, Kate, because I don't even know where I'm at right now. I'm still excited. You're right. You're right where you need to be. Because while you're talking, I'm thinking about, you know, if they're a mobile people, they're, they're, what do you call them? Nomads. Now, everything you own has to fit in a backpack Mm -hmm. or a little tent pouch so you can pick up and go at any minute. And you know, they have to be ready for mm-hmm. anything. And while I was listening to your testimony, I'm thinking, you know, God wants us to be ready for anything, ready for ministry, ready with a word, ready to, you know, lay hands, uh, to, to step in and, and represent his spirit in a situation, to be his hands, to be his feet, to be his mouth in a situation. And to do that, we, again, that live on mission keeps coming back to mm-hmm. mind. We have to be able to to be that responsive. Um, and so praise the Lord, you know, that, that we can practice doing that, staying sensitive to his presence, um, being mindful of his presence and knowing that we can access his spirit um, even in the midst of a challenge that, that we can prepare uh, all the time to be ready. Um, but the fact that they were living so kind of like roughing it because they're on a journey, they're on a destination. It also makes me respect the fact of the details of the tabernacle. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they had gotten quite a few things from the Egyptians because if you recall, um, before Mm -hmm. they left, God told them to give, give up your stuff, give up your earrings, give up your, your, your good China. But but what he did was because this is the goodness of God. And, and this is why sometimes when God asks us to to ask people to support us in missions, we have to be obedient Ooh, because sometimes word. we don't like to ask people yeah. for anything. Right. Um, but God said, go and go and ask them to give you. And the people did, you know, 
And so sometimes we have to just we if he says go and do, then that's what we need to go and do. But yes, they gave they gave in abundance. Yes. Right. So I, you know, using my spiritual imagination, I imagine that all of those things that they had from the Egyptians went toward um making the the mm-hmm. majesty and the beauty of the tabernacle. Um, they didn't have like a Home Depot they could go to and like pick up stuff. They fashioned mm-hmm. this by the instruction of uh, Moses who got it from God and being resourceful with what they had to create every piece of furniture, every little detail um, to the specification. Um, of God and it was detailed if yes. you read it read it it was detailed but remember he all they had so much that Moses had to say okay <laughs> got enough and that and that and and again it goes back to the woman where with the jars and the and the oil mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, God just gives he give he will give us more than what we need you know and it's like to and that that open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that your Come arms on. don't have room enough to receive. Right. That's that same notion. Like he will make it so that you have such an abundance. And I'm not talking prosperity. I don't. Uh, God, God, God will provide. He's always provided. I, I don't want people to get mixed up in that. But, you know, that abundant life, that abundance, that those things that you need, he will give that. And, and so we don't have to worry when we put him first and when we do what he's asking us to do, when we keep that connection, he's going to provide more than enough. Amen. So. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love the fact that even um, the, 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 the detail of the tabernacle is so specific that the area around it, like they called it the gate, the mm-hmm. area around, even that was like special, like I, I could imagine if I were amongst the children of Israel, I would have wanted my tent to be right next <laughs> to the gate so that I could hear, you know, I, if, if people were entering it as we're commanded to do so with uh, praise and thanksgiving, with mouths full of praise and thanksgiving, then I could just always overhear uh, people saying wonderful things um, about God, about how faithful he is, about how good he is, and, and just... You know, mm, that's where I would have wanted my. Well, you know, God was specific about that because He had it where the different tribes, how they lined it on the east, the north, the Come south, on. the west. You know, and 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 Moses and the priests are, and you know, and out front, and so He had He had specifications. So, yes. it's just, it's a beautiful. Mm-mm-mm. So, with that, I think we're going to get into our actual descriptions of the furniture and the things in there next week because we have so much to share that I feel like we want to take our time and really make the connections here. Um, So next week, we'll start with the first element, probably the gate and the altar. So if you're wondering what parts of your prayer to focus on next week, that's where we'll be going in our approach Uh, making sure we're clean and ready to receive and to hear from him. Amen. Amen. And so just a little, just a little insight, our our approach. You're right, Kay. So I would say in our prayers this week, we'll give a takeaway. Okay. So 
practice the praise and the thanksgiving. Yes. Practice the, how do we enter into his courts? How do we, and we have scripture for that. And so um, practice entering his, his gates, right? Um, and we will see you next week and, and we'll talk about it and, 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 and be full of uh, fervor and excitement about this topic. So, so excited again, Kay, just to, to hang out with you and to talk and study God's word. And it's, it's, it's a joy. I'm glad I'm so super, uh, I feel privileged to have this assignment. So, and to have the partner that I have. So I'm so excited. Alrighty, so we will look to the Lord to um, to to take us out, uh, and and as we we leave this place, but not His presence, Lord. We just we we pray that He's always, you know. Well, we know that He's always with us, but yes. we, that that we keep that connection because it's not Him, it's us. Heavenly Father, we do thank you, Lord. You are holy. You are the only wise God. You are an amazing Father. Lord, we lift you up. You're, you just are so awesome, Father. And we thank you. We thank you because we get to be your sons and daughters. We get to be your children. We are so privileged and we thank you. And it's not anything that we did. It's by your hand, by your choice, Father God, that you chose us, oh God. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, just for your provision, for your protection. Lord, for all that you do that we can't even recognize. Our, our little minds can't even fathom everything that you do, Father. For you are great and greatly to be praised, oh God. And Lord, we thank you. Lord, we are praying right now. We are praying through even now because we know that COVID has not gone away. We are praying even now for those around us that have that have endured this disease and um, come in contact with, or Lord, we're praying and we're thanking you that you continue to keep us healthy, but we are praying for those that have, have had to endure this disease. Lord, we just pray for speedy recovery and health and Lord, praying for the families that may have lost father, but we, we, we know that all that you are in control and, and, your infinite wisdom, oh God, you don't make any mistakes. And so, Lord, for that, we just, we, we trust you, oh God. And, and we know that you, ha you know what's best for us, Father God. And so we say thank you. We will rejoice in all things. Lord, we love you. Lord, we pray and ask that you would continue to be with us, continue to, 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 to shape us and to mold us like your son, Jesus. Lord, those things, shine that light, Father, and those things that should not be, Father, Take them out, move them out, Father God. Lord, we want to be right. We want that uh, clean heart, and we pray that you would renew that right spirit in us, oh God. Lord, we are forever thankful. We love you. Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory because you deserve it all. All the glory belongs to you, oh God. And it is in Jesus' name we pray and ask it all. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey, ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the Women's Ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. 
And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.